0: one of the big cats in the handheld gaming industry today on tonight well today this week however you prefer to listen uh, We're <laughs> we talking about Mad handheld classics. Yeah, Ugh. Tiger Electronics, you know. Yes. Anyway, tonight <laughs> I am joined by the incomparable GP. You, you mispronounced just pronounced
1: incompetent. Thank you. Jeez. <laughs> oh,
0: Sick Jake. That's me. And Sinistar77. Hi. How are you doing tonight, guys?
2: fantastic always good for a friday
0: okay right on. okay so i was purposely misleading but anybody who saw the thumbnail knows better um we're talking about the atari lynx which is really more of a medium cat but i mean who says medium cat <laughs> it's big compared to the
3: small cats uh, is it bigger than a bread box
0: i mean Depends on how big the bread box is, but maybe. Have you seen the size of this thing?
1: Well, is the bread box bigger than a Lynx? I don't know.
0: I, I would say have the have Lynx bread one... boxes anymore? Are we talking like <laughs> the, the hardware That's or still the thing? cat anymore?
1: Oh no, well, no, my god. What, what's the timestamp here? I want to know when we first went off the rails. I, I feel like this could, seconds been, in. this could have been a <laughs> By a bread box? Okay.
3: 47 Pre- seconds. Nice. Press B to bread. Let's go.
0: <laughs> Press G- B to tangent.
1: <laughs> uh so many All things right, to say no. today.
0: I don't know, did you guys ever get to play with an Atari Lynx back in the 90s? No.
2: No, but I really wanted one. I was a Game Boy kid and I liked my Game Boy, don't get me wrong, but I used to see magazine ads for the Lynx. And you see that like super like large screenshot of Batman. I'm like, I want the links. It's color. It looks really cool, but I never had a chance to touch one or play in one. So this is pretty exciting for me.
3: My old age brain has fuzzy recollections because, you know, I would go to the local game store and they would have the, you know, strapped to the wall, the, you know, each of the, and I, I kind of think there would
0: have been links, but I don't know, probably not. I don't recall ever seeing one set up for demos at mm. any of the stores I went to, um, but that would have been like Toys R Us, Target, maybe Software, etc., stuff like that. I um, okay.
1: I well, I ne- yeah, I never got to play as, with one as a kid, uh, but I do remember very vividly. It was um, would have been early August of twenty twenty two that I found out about the Atari Lynx, and I have. <laughs> been obsessed ever since (laughs) tell me you're serious did you actually not know of the atari links before this week i think i knew of it i think i like it existed but i didn't realize where in the sacred timeline that existed or any of the things really surrounding it so i really did never start to deep dive into it until very very recently man so much to say so much to go through i will reel it in I'm sorry, I think I interrupted you, but go ahead. It was well, super no,
2: early, right? It came out like...
0: It did. 89? Yeah, so It came out, it released two months after the Game Boy.
2: Was that early? Oh, wow. Two months okay. after the
0: Game Boy. It's it's kind of odd how it didn't do better, given the hardware specifications between the two as a comparison. Like, but, but Game Boy it, and Lynx, when you look it, at... What's up
3: i was gonna say is it really that odd though because like nintendo was nintendo right and if it's two months later anyway
0: i suppose but i mean it's so um let's let's look at it this way the game boy arrived in north america in july of 89 Mm
2: -hmm.
0: in september we got the links so it That's... was not a long wait.
2: Can you break down the hardware, the difference between the two? I mean, obviously links is color. Is the resolution it's... better on the links or was it less?
0: It's a lower resolution. Um oh my gosh, what was it? I think it's a it's like the it's same. 160
2: by 102. I know that yes. much.
0: I was yes. playing with it earlier. And it's and the Game Boy and Game Gear are 160 by 144. So yeah. it's shorter vertically and the same width. Okay. So it kind of had the widescreen perspective going on in a handheld form back then, too. I mean, I'm sure it was, you know, (laughs) making it a little easier on the hardware, but still. No, like, okay. I'm so
1: floored by how impressive this is. And I have to ask you guys this just to start. Given the fact that Game Boy outperformed the Lynx. 4,800 to 1, whatever it is, which was the bigger thing working against the links: The fact that it was Atari and not Nintendo or the fact that it came out two months later? Because I I think the only thing that hindered the sale of this system was the fact that it was the Atari-branded thing because everything that I see here is like, this is mid-90s, you know, like a 96 sort of handheld. Atari still
3: probably had the the um the moniker of of bringing down the game industry as well right yeah, that's, 80s, yeah
0: that is entirely possible um there's also the fact that this thing was a bigger power drain than the game boy uh the game boy had what like ten to twelve hours of battery life on four double a's approximately
3: four. fifteen hours of yeah. Gameplay, 15. According to, okay. yeah yeah,
0: so the Lynx one the and, and both models took six double a's <laughs> and i'm gonna i'm gonna talk about this a little more in a second because i think it's funny the lynx one lasted four to five hours the lynx two lasted five to six
2: mm. that's better than nintendo switch like <laughs> in today's this age. is true and the game gear sweater. right i mean
0: yeah game gear is also back worse. in the day yeah. there was also the aspect of you know fewer batteries longer lifespan for the kid playing video games that don't really matter just throw him in the back seat let him shut up for a road trip you know
3: it was four and, batteries for the game boy right yeah, yes originally yeah, yes okay. yeah
0: but and i mean the game boy color and the i think the game boy color was two double a's or not the color yeah the color was two double a's i think pocket, the and the pocket color was two triple a's i think okay and i mean the battery life on those things by the end of the game boys run was absolutely fantastic and i don't think the links would have ever come close
2: right but then the hardware is also different like the game boy is it's not even 8-bit right meanwhile the links Mm had a 16-bit processor in it i think
0: yes 16-bit
3: video processor yeah okay
2: Okay. it
0: had i think it had yeah it had the 16-bit video processor and 8-bit cpu core
3: I actually okay. looked this piece up because I was interested in in you know the because mobile back in the day like obviously we're talking like early chips and it is a it is a uh, a revised version of the same chip that was in the Apple II and the Commodore 64 in a handheld so it was an eight bit 6502 that was a 65sco2 which um, is just yeah a modified version versus the Game Boy. <laughs> Yeah, the was shades yeah. of gray.
2: Yeah. yeah. Or spinach and mustard, <laughs> as I like to call it. Oh, the original yes. colors.
1: Well and that the Atari the Okay. Can can you do ambidextrous stuff on uh on the Game Boy? No. I mean you can, can cross you it horizontally? No. Yeah, you can cross your arms on the arcades. You ever see those people do that? No no
2: i've seen people do all the time in arcades cross your hands over you can do that yeah
0: my my cousin used to do that because he had we had the uh he had a master system uh arcade joystick kind of thing it was literally just the joystick and two buttons on the controller but for some reason uh the joystick was on the right and the buttons were on the left so he would play Mm cross-handed all the time because he's right-handed um But that is one of the really cool. This thing did the Atari Lynx did a lot of cool stuff design wise. Um, it had options galore in terms of like you could most games had an option to turn on or off the music
4: Mm -hmm. and still leave the sound
0: effects on, so that it wasn't. I guess so you could hear the sound effects more clearly, or so that your your game isn't more like more obnoxious in certain areas where you don't want it to be. Whatever, I don't know. But I. I always thought that was kind of a neat idea. On top of that, yes, you you look at it and you're like, why does it have two buttons on the top and two buttons on the bottom on the right-hand side and the D-pad on the left? Well, that's because it was designed to be able to play left-handed. So you could flip it upside down and oh. play with the D-pad on the right and the buttons on the left. There was an option button yep. to flip the screen around either Ooh. way. Okay. And then uh, <clears throat> some games... Didn't even play horizontally. They played vertically.
2: Mm-hmm. Like Tate Air mode.
0: Like arcade counterparts would. <laughs> yep. What's that? Yeah.
2: It's called Tate mode. I can't remember yeah. who it's named after, but it's a Japanese developer. I guess, and he call it Tate mode for all the shooters and stuff.
0: Ah. Mm. So, in that case, you would generally hold the D-pad on the bottom and the Perfectly, buttons up yeah. top. So, you'd hold it like a friggin', uh, <laughs> like an infant or something, basically. You know, support the head. Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Well, I got to i am going to blow everybody's mind here, and this is not really something. Okay, if anybody is listening, uh, listening and knows how to do, you know, go back and rewrite a game for an old system, which I know everybody does. I can't talk tonight. I'm sorry. All I'm saying is, I want Metal Storm for the Atari Lynx. For no <laughs> other reason, then, you can mid-game turn this to the shits upside down as you go to the ceiling and just keep playing that way. Tell me that would not be a dope mechanic.
3: That would be pretty cool, yeah. Mm,
2: I'm yeah.
1: saying now, say of course, that. Metal Storm didn't come out till later, but, you know, we can... I, I understand Retro is dead. We
3: can dream. We can
1: dream. Retro <laughs> yeah. is dead. I, one can dream. I, as one I will have a game. reason
0: oh. why that might not be a great idea. Okay. Now, for all the great ports that the links had, because this game, this game, this console was great for arcade ports. I don't, it had Stun Runner, which I don't know if you guys ever played at the arcade, but Stun Runner one. was like a big yeah. sit in machine where you'd use a steering wheel and you'd run. And, and the game ran in 3D at the arcades. It was one of the earlier 3D right. games for arcade machines. And you'd like slide up the tube on the right or the left. And it, yep. it felt very F zero well before F zero. Yes. Uh, except it wasn't a race against other players, it was a race against the clock. And trying to navigate the course without hitting too many obstructions,
1: right? Yeah, it was um, the uh, the Sonic Two bonus level,
0: kind of, <laughs> uh, kind of, yeah. yeah.
1: Okay, all right. But uh,
0: for the links, I had this on the links, and it's it's a pretty good representation. I tried the arcade version the other day, and I was like, man, this is basically the same game. Obviously, it was sprites on the links. At least I'm pretty mm-hmm. sure it was. But it it represented the game really well. Much better than hard driving for the SNES or Genesis. That's for sure. What's Um, wrong with hard
2: driving? Everybody's everybody loves hard driving.
0: You know, if you play it at the arcade, it's not bad. But if you play it on a home console, it's an absolute (laughs) piece of shit.
3: It's trash. If we're talking arcade ports, can I bring up something that I found? Because I played through a bunch of these titles uh in preparation for this. I didn't look up much on the system, but I played through a bunch of the titles and um Miss Pac-Man. Fantastic port. I have not yeah. played Fantastic that one.
0: Fantastic port. I have like, to play they, that. I have not played that.
3: Yeah, I think they of the twenty six hundred. Yeah. It did. Oh. It did. Yeah. And and you could see all of the ghosts at the same time.
1: <laughs> what <laughs> what noise true. did she make? Was it like a bonk noise? <laughs> yes, it was a bonk bonk.
3: Uh-huh.
1: Like no, the other was, Atari ports. Yeah. Yeah. No, it yeah,
2: was
3: a, a, it was a great port.
2: Yeah, it's a fantastic yeah. port, and the, the sprites are really tiny, but it works, and it's mm-hmm. a really great version of Pac-Man. I, I really like playing that one. Actually, it's good.
0: Yeah, I yeah. Uh, my uncle had Rampart. Rampart. I don't remember one of my
3: favorite of it. games. It's, Rampart. Is- mm-hmm. I love that game. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um,
0: but yeah, the, he had it on the Lynx, and I would play it every chance I got when I would go to yeah. his place, or he'd bring his Lynx games over. Um, and to be fair, he's the reason I got a Lynx. Cause he got mm-hmm. a links. And so I got to play it firsthand. I got to try mm-hmm. some of these games and I was like, this is badass." And I, had, I think I had tried a game boy game or two. And I like between the two, I was like, uh, yeah, that one, the links. <laughs> <laughs> now yeah. I do want to mention for anybody curious about the size of the links. Um, imagine your switch. If you have a Nintendo switch, right. Mm-hmm. Maybe for the first inc- for the first iteration of the Atari Lynx, extend it by about three or four inches. This was a very long system. It's about the same yeah. height. And then make it about three, three and a half times thicker. Nice. <laughs> so this thing was absolutely <laughs> massive, but the screen was still just a little bit bigger than a Game Boy's screen. Even though the resolution was lower, the screen was a little bigger. Yeah. Um, and so this, this thing was not small. You were like, it's basically the Duke of handheld games. <laughs> you
1: know? Yeah. It later got repurposed as Zach Morris's cell phone.
3: <laughs> well, I noticed that like you talk about the site, like the screen, I think it said was three and a half inches or something like that compared to the Game Boy, which was like two point something inches yeah it's lighter so why why, did, yeah how did this thing ever lose
1: <laughs> okay so Again, it wasn't nintendo it was atari look i don't if know mountain I'm... dew put out a mineral water nobody would buy it because it's a mountain dew brand and they don't make <laughs> water mm.
0: they yeah, don't how even do, contain how well water. pepsi life water do or coke life water whichever one in japan is that still being made
1: i I mean they
2: just make nestle what does coke own nestle i mean they own they own water brands right so it
0: was pepsi that was doing life water or something anyway
2: i know i think one of the reasons why this didn't do as well honestly even though it's superior hardware it's got colors it's you know backlit screen all these great innovations for tech especially from 89 two months after the game boy yeah before this you had the famicom you had the nes for multiple years pushing out hits so that when, you know, when you're a kid at Christmas and you see systems coming out, are you going to want an unknown, the Atari, that your parents are probably like, you know, forget the Atari. I had that when I was younger. Or do you want the system that was made by Nintendo, which is what created the games you love at home already on the, Inten- on the NES? That's what I'm so saying. I think it's software right. and, and, yeah. and Nintendo's brand, right?
0: Yeah, then you figure the the Game Boy was usually packed in with Tetris and advertised yeah. alongside Mario Land. So, right. yeah. I mean, Mario was going to be the brand that sold systems at the time, for sure.
3: And, and had Metroid, and had Zelda, and had, yeah. I mean, you know.
0: Yes, but the Lynx had Batman
1: Returns. Mm. Which is I've played terrible. that game.
0: It's not <laughs> good. Yeah, so I didn't bad. think it was Total. good as a kid. Yeah. Yeah. It's
1: bad. Yeah. And if you're a kid who just loves video games, to stop and be like, this sucks. I'm going to go play yeah. outside. We, we had this stock.
3: It's the Superman ness of links.
0: <laughs> yeah,
3: it's absolutely the Superman
2: ness of links.
0: But <laughs> it, it, I mean, this game well, was advertised. I, I do. Wanna, I want to talk about one of the commercials that you can find super easily online. So yes, there's a commercial for so. this thing, uh, featuring a young Tobey Maguire sneaking off to the bathroom during school to play the links.
1: Yes, and the <laughs> teacher and the teacher's like, "You got two minutes." So he's yeah. like, great, teach, that's all I need. And then I don't know if anybody I don't know if you found this funny, Wolf, because it sounds like you and I are the only ones who know this commercial. When he pulls it out of his jacket pocket. Yeah. And it looks like Mary Poppins pulling a, a lampstand <laughs> out of her bag.
0: It's it's massive. It's hilarious. Yeah. I mean, what? what teenager
3: needs what teenager needs more than two minutes for Tetris? Are you Marty McFly? Yeah, exactly.
1: <laughs> <laughs> nice. And I, if you go back and watch that commercial or later on, guys, if you if you look this up, which I highly recommend, you'll notice that as he's looking down at his feet, you know, because he's playing the video game, you'll see that the system is plugged in so yes, somewhere in that bathroom. I wanted to
0: mention that. <laughs> okay, I wanted sorry, to I mention want to that because the, the battery life for this thing, they were like, no, the batteries are going to be too expensive for making this commercial. We're going to plug it in in this shot for the, the commercial.
3: Wow.
2: In, a,
1: in, a, <laughs> in an elementary school bathroom. Right, Toby McGuire fake poops <laughs> so he can play the Atari Lynx. And then some weird stuff happens and Andrew Garfield shows up,
3: right? <laughs> and they do the pose where they like point at each other. Yeah. yeah. Uh-huh.
2: I was going to say, you but mentioned yeah, the I... pack-in game with the Game Boy was Tetris. Do you know what the pack-in game was for the Lynx?
0: Uh, it was Chip's Challenge, wasn't it?
3: No, it's California games.
0: <laughs> I was California well, games.
1: Okay, now let's yeah. talk about that. Uh,
3: well, yeah. actually, really quick, that brings up the point when I brought up like before this, like we started talking, I brought up the Wikipedia article. The Link system was originally developed by Epix. Yes.
0: yes. So yeah. they developed it as the Handy game.
3: Mm-hmm. The Handy, um, and, yeah,
0: yes. Yeah. They a better ran name, out of. The they handy. were running out of money, so they what were looking for, for someone to partner up with. They were you rejected by the likes. What's it? Oh,
2: speaking of two minutes,
0: <laughs> it didn't have Tetris. It had Clacks though.
1: <laughs> Santa gave me some socks, but my mom gave me. A... Okay, never mind.
3: Uh... A bunch of adult, a bunch of adult men were disappointed that Christmas. They requested a Handy and got a Links.
1: Um,
0: They were looking for someone to partner with to develop the, to, not to develop the hardware, but to manufacture the hardware and distribute it. And they went to Nintendo, they went to Sega, they went to others, they were rejected. And so when they went to Atari, Atari was like, yeah. So they struck a deal with Atari where Atari manufactured and marketed it. And Epix handled the software. That's why so many of these games are made by Epics. There's literally yeah. only 71 games for this. And mm. probably half of them, give or take, are made by Epix. Mm. And that's that's nothing against the console because the all these games are badass in some way or another. At least if Epix was touching them, yeah, it was a good game.
1: They, okay. And you guys know I'm really bad when it comes to discussing technical things with video games. So forgive me if I get the number wrong here. Uh, is it Mode 7? Is that what that's called? Yes. Okay. On the, on the SNES, on the yeah. Super Nintendo. Right. So years before the SNES comes out, and I understand that the the Lynx is not technically doing Mode 7, but it had some things that were very much like prototypical Mode 7 looking. Yeah. Movements Flips and changes, rotating you know? of anything,
2: but more yes. than Mode 7 on the SNES, uh, on the Lynx, it could do that effect with anything. Yeah. So and they a lot of the games regularly mm-hmm. use the scaling and the rotation. I think it was Shadow of the Beast, which is the whole thing. But in that game, and in a lot of games on the links, instead of having the, the two-frame death explosion, it just scales the sprites down so they disappear. And it uses that effect a lot. And it looks really good on this. And that was my mm. big takeaway from when I checked this out this week, was how awesome that effect is on the links. It's fast, it's snappy, and it used it everywhere. And it's really cool.
1: Yeah. Awesome. Look at that. Yeah. So California <laughs> games. Fantastic. Uh, yeah, this... It, it only had four of the six games. Is that correct? It didn't have hack- a hacky sack or Frisbee.
2: No, it, it didn't have Frisbee it did and have, it didn't have. did have, have, um,
0: didn't it have it did roller have skating, skating,
3: right? Yeah, yeah Roll roller skating had, and Frisbee. It, and it, it had half pipe. BMX. It had half it pipe. It had surfing. It
1: had um, foot bag and, yeah. uh, and BMX. And BMX yeah. Which they changed the BMX thing. And I, you know, I personally, if I were developing the game, I would have said, keep Frisbee, get foot sack or whatever out of there but Frisbee is by far the best game on that entire... That's fighting
2: words for Sinistar. He really likes Hacky Sack.
0: (laughs) Footbag is fantastic! But I did like Hacky Sack as well. Footbag. Um, And BMX was one of my favorites playing it on the Master System. So when I got to play it on this, I felt like this BMX version was a massive improvement over the 8-bit. And uh, the surfing was also really good on this. Not Mm -hmm. really not really changed a lot but there's a lot more degrees of movement like right angle of movement you can use in the surfing and it made it a lot more effective in my mind
2: like you compare it to the nes version of california games and i know it's lower resolution but it looks better on the links like more colors more like Mm -hmm. particles if that's even a thing and like you said more frames animation it's a lot more fluid like it's it's really well done
1: yeah. yeah, like even just looking at the surf uh, that's happening, it seems, yeah, better animated, the hair flowing. You know, yes, you're going right to left instead of left <laughs> to right. Who cares? But it just looks like a much crisper. I mean, it's yeah, I, I'm with you, Jake, on that one. And
3: the the audio, I think, was superior to the Game Boy for sure. Um, well, Maybe the hardware is, but
2: I, there's so many bangers on the Game Boy, though. Like, I really love Game Boy music, but it's yeah. definitely more limited technically but i think maybe companies used it better than yeah. some of the, the lynx games
1: and, and like listening so many... to um
2: sorry i was just listening to shadow of the beast which uh maybe not a great game but shadow of the beast has a really epic soundtrack it's kind of represented on on the links but it's, it's i feel like it, it was nowhere near what it could be
0: yeah i and will so say of the lynx
1: games just have shitty or no soundtrack at all
0: yeah a lot of the lynx game soundtracks like if the, if it has a good soundtrack, the loop is way too damn short to be satisfying. And if it doesn't, that's when the tracks get long and kind of obnoxious.
1: It's a ghostbusters.
0: <laughs> so that's the downside for this thing. But yeah, like you see there's tons of sprite scaling right there on the uh the halfpipe, the half-pipe. mini-game in California Games.
2: And like, can you imagine seeing this? You don't see this on Nintendo. This is not yeah. on Nintendo. This is not on Game Boy. This was not even close until Super Nintendo. But even the Super Nintendo couldn't do some of the zooming effects that they're doing in the links. It's wild mm-hmm. to see this on a handheld from '89, from 89 which is 89, what, mind man. blown. Yeah. Even Genesis did, didn't do this, right? Like,
0: and and I, I'll I'll mention the Genesis again in a bit as a comparison for one of these games. Uh, but a lot of these games really never made it off of the links which is really unfortunate if they weren't a port and they were original creations for the links they didn't make it off i i don't know if the the version of gauntlet on the links ever made it to any other platform but it's definitely so. one of the more interesting it, versions of gauntlet
3: it is a cool port i <laughs> i had to figure out what was going on at first when i tried it but the minute you finally figure out what that bottom screen is about
0: yeah, like, it's, it's, uh, yeah, it's 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 kind of showing you anything that's not, you know, a static wall or floor. Yeah. So if it's items or enemies or whatever, it's showing you kind of that first person dungeon yeah. crawler view that your character would see straight ahead of them. And yeah, it it doesn't cool. just limit you to like north, south, east, west. It's the direction your character is facing. So it's eight directions, and you can see like if you're looking northeast anything that wanders into the, from the North or the East in that line of sight, you'll start seeing moving around toward you well before it's on screen, because it's not yeah. a massive amount of screen real estate that you can see of the map,
2: which and is, we nice. got to explain to why this is so interesting too, is that it's not just, you know, the elf and the wizard. No, no, no. It's the punk, yeah, it's rocker, the the punk rocker, the nerd, yeah. the android, the yeah. pirate,
0: the samurai. <laughs> And I thought it was funny because I looked at the stats for the nerd, and they're literally worse than <laughs> a bunch of other. Co- yeah, there's the cowboy, the Valkyrie. This is such a weird version of Gauntlet, where it's like semi-modern, semi-futuristic, semi—you know—Middle mm-hmm. Earth. <laughs> it's very <laughs> bizarre.
3: I thought the and Gauntlet just... port was fantastic.
2: Yeah this is one of the ones I had the most fun with. And this is also one that was played vertically, like we were talking about nice. earlier. So it's the Tate mode, which is interesting. It's, it's a really neat game. I, I'm sad this didn't appear anywhere else. Uh, it's kind of shocking that this version of Gauntlet never saw the lead day on anything else. Like his Gauntlet's been ported all over the place, right? But not this one.
3: Yeah.
0: I was what, missing uh, it so-
3: saying something about, you know, Red uh, Wizard needs food badly, but, you know. <laughs>
0: Yeah, this what is a was- game that I probably played the crap out of as a kid because this is one of the ones I had. And I never got very far. I sucked at it, but I had a lot of fun playing it anyway and yeah. trying out the various different characters. Um, I think there was something about the nerd that made him effective, even though all his stats suck. And I don't <laughs> remember what it was because I didn't try it this week. I only played as, I think, the android when I fired it up the other day. But I had a lot of fun playing this. I I probably played a few games for about forty five minutes to an hour each, and then yeah,
3: I think <laughs> I think I I laughed the hardest that um the there's a game called Dirty Larry, renegade yeah, yeah. cop, <laughs> and it starts out beautifully. It it actually has a really good looking. I played it on my CRT screen because one of the things with like the links is on my giant eight, uh you know flat panel tv it actually is hard to sometimes make out the characters because they're just blown out so i pulled it up on my crt and it has this really cool like the uh the the police chief is yelling at dirty larry at the beginning and it's <laughs> great it's it's yeah i had a I had a blast with that game dirty larry renegade so cop
0: i i definitely <laughs> thought it was funny i didn't know how many games were officially released for this until this week I didn't know it was only 71 games officially released for the links. And That's more than
2: I expected, actually. I thought it was like 30 or something because I only ever see the same 12 on YouTube, right? I didn't realize it was 70.
0: When I was looking up to find which ones I had to share with you guys, I found that out. And I was like, holy crap, I had 23. I had like a third of these things.
3: <laughs>
0: That's a <laughs> lot of games no per a console.
3: Yeah. yeah have, I mean, you, have you looked into the collector's market at all?
0: They're it's it. They're not expensive. Most of the games are like fifteen, twenty bucks. Oh,
2: Atari. that's pretty good.
1: Yeah, this may actually be the first podcast episode of any podcast ever to discuss the Atari Lynx. Like it's, <laughs> <laughs> it's really not relevant, but man, it is. It is cool. Which one was? was I cool always forget system. the game. Which one was their flight simulator? Their their Top Gun esque.
4: Oh, uh, Warbirds. The...
0: War. Or no, no, there no, was no, words, no, no, no. which was like a World War Two no. uh, flight sim shooter, and it was more no. like dogfight style, and right. that one With was actually plans. like it did the three D thing. But I think you're you might be talking about Blue Thunder, Blue Thunder, yes. Blue, Lightning, you, yeah. Blue Lightning. Okay, yes, that um great. and that one Blue was Thunder. more like Afterburner, where you were going yeah. straight mm-hmm. and just constantly yeah. shooting what came at you. Uh,
1: yeah, it, legit and game, legit game, legit game, Very. and. The stages wouldn't advance until you met certain criteria. So, yeah. ostensibly, you were just trying to do pacifist mode. You started that in 89, and you're still you know, playing it, because things just never happened.
0: <laughs> so, <laughs> I want to mention, my dad was not a gamer. He was not at all. Um, but he would, uh, in the evening after I'd go to bed, he'd come in my room and snatch the links with blue lightning <laughs> and go into the living room, and while he and my mom were watching TV, He'd play that thing for an hour or two, probably a couple nights a week for a couple of months. <laughs>
2: out of all the games, this is the one he liked the most. High school, yes.
0: I don't know okay. why he he was an odd yeah. duck because he also um, he used to love Wonder Boy for the Master System too. Like he would play the shit out of Wonder Boy. It was the weird original arcade that one. Would... No, the Master or System like
2: the... one. Okay, like the ones like Adventure Island, or the one where it's like um, the one like Combat. Adventure Island yeah okay
0: that's a rough game <laughs> So he, he loved that I, and then I when shuddered. i got this he loved this mm-hmm. so i don't know he was not a gamer but those are the two games he got really addicted to for some reason
2: like when you compare blue lightning with or blue thunder what is it called blue thunder blue <laughs> when you compare lightning. this with um blue lightning when you compare this with afterburner on the genesis i kind of like this one better like, the Genesis uh, Afterburner seems to have less frames of animation, and I always had it found it difficult to control. This, I found easier to control. Right. For whatever the yeah. reason. Odd.
0: And yeah. it's interesting how much uh, altitude you can get in this game. Because it lets right. you go up high enough to where you stop seeing the horizon. Hmm. And then you can get really low to the point where if you're too low, you can crash into mountains. Yeah. You
3: can get so- that <laughs> yeah i i noticed that i tried to plow into the earth and it stopped me but then like (laughs) mountains came up and i was able to plow into them it was great
0: yeah so it's it's kind of cool that it has such a a vertical play space Mm -hmm. that you know a lot of games don't really go that much like sometimes you can move the horizon a couple of pixels and that's it what's the uh, r type like game uh, well, hold on. There's a, there was another game that was very much like Blue Lightning, but instead of being aerial, it was underwater. It was called Turbo Sub. Huh, I didn't mm. know very that Very similar oh, mechanics, huh. but instead you're underwater shooting things and you can surface. Huh. So very similar gameplay mechanics, wow. but it was a submarine. Just shooting across the sea. That's awesome. um, but the one you were talking about, the R-Type one, uh, that is Gates of Zendicon,
3: Yeah. I Which, noticed that the maps on that, like you have a lot of verticality once again.
0: Yeah. Probably too much in that one's case. Mm-hmm. Uh, because sometimes you can find yourself completely screwed by what's above you or below you if you're not diligent about you know fucking <laughs> you gotta like Those... go up and down constantly, otherwise it's like, all right. Unless you're because every once in a while it'll lock you into a small vertical space. And then you only have so much room to go up and down. And then you don't have to move around so much because you'll just crash into the ceiling or the floor. But yeah, and some those of them you have crystals, to monitor
3: man. those fucking crystals. <laughs>
0: those What's things show up a couple of times throughout the game. Gates, Gates of Zendicon. Zendicon. Yeah.
2: That is the most Atari ass name I've ever heard of a game in my life. <laughs> that is just that's very much the American style. If we need a wild name to name this game, Gates of Zendicon <laughs> It's like were you LSD high today? So,
0: is the name of the villain of the game. It's this giant space spider thing that's created numerous (laughs) little like pocket universes and trapped your character in them. And you travel through these gates between them. So, Mm. okay. sounds awesome. There's multiple gates in some of the, in some of the stages. So you can actually like cycle, like go through a bunch of levels. And then if you take the wrong gate, it'll send you back to an (laughs) earlier stage. (laughs) So you you're you're literally navigating a maze that you're not sure where to go because it's it's not like up down left right it's literally do I take the first gate or do I take the second gate in some cases do I take the third gate is there a hidden gate
1: <laughs> is, is that the one that, that you saw enough, linear you discovered yeah. the developer room
0: yeah so it's a an Easter egg room that gives you all the power ups and has you just shooting at the heads of the developers with their Either initials or names <laughs> underneath their heads. And the, the level goes on for like four minutes. It's way too long. <laughs> and it's not hard once you get those, all those little power ups at the beginning. You could just sit there and just blast everything. You don't have to move. You don't have to let go of the shooting button. Just sit there and hold it and everything dies. Eventually the gate shows up and you can move on. But it was funny that I used to play this game a lot, never found that. And it was on a level that I do remember playing. Uh, over and over because uh I remembered that password specifically to start on that level. And so this is an yeah, Atari just...
3: history because was didn't the didn't the developer of, of Adventure put his initials into a room as well? He and did. it was found First like twenty Greg. years twenty yeah. years later yeah. or something yeah. ridiculous. Yeah. yeah. Uh huh.
0: But I mean, I looked it up and this is a well known spot. I just thought it was funny that I discovered it for the first time, just screwing around with the game after awesome. 20 some odd years of not playing it and just through the floor. And I was like, what? Okay, that worked. <laughs> for some reason, I didn't explode touching the floor. Went through and just hung out underneath these tanks that were only shooting up and then found a gate. I was like, what the hell is this? <laughs> hmm. But uh this was a game that actually... Almost got really uh got a uh, a sequel for the Jaguar. Oh <laughs> almost.
2: <laughs> that makes sense because the Atari Jaguar, but that's just how funny is that? It's like what 20 years between the two systems? No, not 20 years. No, it Jaguar was like
0: five, six years. Was it really? Yeah. Jaguars that early? Yeah, like 95. Oh,
1: uh, how many how many oh, bits shit. is that? Was that 64?
0: Uh, <laughs> not really, no. Oh, okay. Well, no, I'm just thinking they'll if, tell you if, to do the math, but yeah, it was 32 bit. <laughs> okay, well, <laughs> yeah, I'm just
1: thinking if, if you know the links came out looking this good in '89, then you know the Jaguar, for all I know, was you know VR. The Jaguar cheated,
3: it had two 68k processors, full 32 bit, so it called yeah. themselves a 64 bit uh system, it
0: wasn't. yeah. But I mean, by those standards, the Saturn is 96 bit and. I love the Saturn, but fuck that. It is not. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, this there were so many really cool and interesting games for this, and I'm sad they didn't get remakes. One game that I did have for the links that did get a remake for another. It got a release for another platform was Todd's Adventures in Slime World. <laughs>
2: another great now, name on, for a game.
0: <laughs> it's a terrible name but obviously like it's like little teeny tiny text Todd's adventures in and then giant font that like you could fit all of those other words in one of the letters slime world. Hmm. So (laughs) this was probably outside of Metroid, the first Metroid style game. uh, Hmm. I really got into and it's it's metroid style in that it's a side scrolling shooter platformer and you're navigating a maze to try and find your way out and you find power-ups not the way you do in metroid where you know you find one major power-up and it opens up new areas but instead you're finding little power-ups to it's a more arcadey experience where you find you know shields and things like that it's all consumables but the goal is to find your way out of this maze and it's these mazes are friggin' massive. I think it's got six levels. And then it also has a multiplayer mode that's up to eight players. Wow.
2: Yeah, because the Lynx had a cable port where you can connect up mm. to 15 of them together. I don't know if there's any, any of the games supported 15 Lynxes, but. That's yeah, wild. I don't
0: think any of the games that came out. So it supported up to 16, but I don't think any games that were released actually supported that high. Okay. Um, just for the sake of keeping a game playable, hmm. but yeah, up to eight players. Uh, I think Slime World was the only one that went up to eight. Most went up to four. Hmm. but uh yeah, so Slime World eventually got a, and it, it, it was reviewed well on the links. It was later ported to the Genesis, and so it made the the multiplayer split screen. I'm I don't know how many players. I'm guessing two but uh yeah this it it apparently did was not nearly as good as the the links version which is kind of funny to me like how does the game going from links to genesis get worse
2: well you know that's what again it's a testament to the power of the links right because yeah. the other the other hardware you you compare it to would be the the game gear it's like a game gear which came out even later but i my memories of the game gear is nothing but slow glitchy gameplay and when you put the side by side, the links, yes, the links is lower res, but it's much faster and fluid than anything on the Game Gear. And, yeah. and like you said, for some of the Genesis games, some of the Genesis games, like Afterburner, it's maybe fast as, as a Lynx, but there's less frames of animation. Like it's, it's wild how such a tiny device, well, tiny, <laughs> a handheld <laughs> device, how a handheld device holds up so well against other consoles at home. It's, it's wild to me.
3: This should have done better in the market. So like it
2: really, it should really
0: have. should have.
3: That made me think of another possibility for for why the links didn't do as well as the Game Boy. What was the price difference? I didn't look this up. Uh, it was I
0: think when the links came out, it was one eighty,
1: and then, then yeah.
0: it later had the price dropped to a hundred.
1: So a r- reverse PlayStation Five board? is what they did.
3: <laughs>
2: yeah, I'm not reverse
0: Oculus Quest. Yeah,
3: yeah, yeah let's. Raise that price. How did the price compare? Because I don't remember what the Game Boy was. Wasn't the Game Boy? I think the, the
0: Game 150? Boy was a hundred at release, right?
2: Was it 100? I think so. And then I think it dropped a little bit to 80, I want to say at some point. Yeah. But yeah, it was yeah, definitely not 180. Plus but, the cost uh, of batteries by the crate.
0: <laughs> yeah, that was an issue. Like I <laughs> it had the charger cable, right? Like the, the power block. And The cord was, I want to say, three, four feet. So most of my time playing the Lynx was not far from an outlet. (laughs) Little
3: werewolves (laughs) up against the wall.
0: Oh, yeah. (laughs) I would find... I'm sorry, he's up
3: against the wall doing a vertical game like this.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Those I never played plugged into the wall because that cord got in the way. But Mm. um, definitely battery mode, I would play the vertical ones. Otherwise horizontal for me but uh it's interesting because I, I was talking about earlier how um i think gp was talking about porting nes games to the links yeah uh what was that game you're talking about metal storm yeah uh ninja gaiden 3 got ported to the links right it is bad <laughs> it's <laughs> really bad
3: okay <laughs> but i didn't know that down down. was original.
0: The sound effects, yeah. the music, the graphics—it all sucks.
3: Yeah, I did get to the original Ninja Gaiden on the links, and it very much turned Ninja Gaiden into like a double dragon.
0: Yes, like, that's game. more like what the arcade was, though. So that's what yeah, it was—the it was it was arcade game. Yeah. Yes, and it's it's a badass game. It's a lot of fun. Yeah. It's probably not as fast as the arcade game, but it's still fun.
2: It has and, the same uh, kind of move set as the arcade and the feel as the arcade game. Like, I like the NES version of Ninja Gaiden, but it's such a different game than the arcade, right? Completely, totally different feel. So yeah. I, I liked how they took the arcade. Another example of an Atari uh, a game that's in the arcades ported to the links of all devices, and they did it pretty well.
0: Yeah, and like this is a version that could have been ported to uh, probably the Genesis at the time. Didn't happen yeah. for some mm-hmm. reason, but it, it went to handheld of all things and i had so much my i remember when i was a kid my friends and my cousins they like ninja gaiden for the nes that was their jam yeah (laughs) this is the i played this before i played the nes one and so once i played the nes one i was like why is everybody so excited about this game the links one's better (laughs) (laughs) which is probably one of the points like one of the reasons why i'm always like salty about (laughs) ninja gaiden for the nes but, so it's uh, wild yeah, that just...
2: Ninja Gaiden 3, the NES game, got ported to the Lynx.
0: Mm-hmm. Yes.
2: That's so weird, man. That's
1: wild.
0: Who the makes sprites are all like it's pixels Tecmo. tall.
2: Tecmo, Tecmo.
1: yeah. <laughs> yeah, and the, the, there's some issues with the coloring, if I remember, with Ninja Gaiden 3. So some of the backgrounds kind of... It was hard to distinguish exactly what was going on, given the <laughs> technical limitations yeah. and the color palettes.
0: Uh, i think it could handle that's and this is a technical spec but it could handle up to 12 colors per scan line is how it worked yeah and apparently like sprite like sprite count was theoretically unlimited I'm, i'm sure there was a limit but theoretically unlimited i just don't think anybody got near enough to the limit for it to matter
2: I mean, with so many pixels on screen, <laughs> where's the room? <laughs> At right. least I had three ghosts on the on Pac Man. That's all that matters.
1: <laughs> oh, oh, okay.
0: But uh, bonk, yeah, one bonk, of the games bonk, bonk. I lost a lot of time to was Chips Challenge. Now, I saw so I like, tried Islam. that. So, yeah, okay. Oh yeah, I loved this game, and then it was years before I learned it was actually a PC game and. Mm-hmm. <laughs>
2: you know wasn't it um originally on the links or was it originally a pc game
0: uh that i don't know yeah,
2: i'll check my mind pals keep talking
0: <laughs> but uh yeah i i lost a lot of time to this game and i think i was actually at one point trying to go through all the levels and i think it had 150 250 levels it had a lot of levels and i know was i was like first. 50 shy that makes sense. Yeah. That's awesome. That is a
1: great example of a game that doesn't need to be more than just what it is. Like it says a lot without using a lot of words, which is mm-hmm. not something I it's, do at all. And it
2: Chip like, Challenge is actually for the Lynx first. Then yeah. it came out to Amiga and PC oh, and wow. stuff afterwards. Uh, it's a Lynx original. Yeah. Huh. According to my mind palace.
3: Yeah, I've developed Oh, no, you're first. correct. It it yeah, well, Mo- Moby Games sorted it badly for me.
0: Well, uh, the designer of Chips Challenge, (laughs) Chuck—I can't remember his last name. Webner. Um, he was one of the developers of, or one of the designers of the Lynx hardware.
1: Oh. Oh well, there you go.
2: Yeah. And that's a game. Chips Challenge is a game that definitely holds up even today as a puzzle type game. Like Mm. everybody speaks fondly of Chips Challenge, whether they played on a Lynx or they played on DOS or Amiga. But it's a game that really holds up in people's memories.
0: Well, I got a sort of remake, what, five, six years ago, something like that. Maybe it was a little Did longer. It? Yeah, it was called Chuck's Challenge, and it's on Steam.
2: <laughs> is it really? Mm-hmm. Chuck's Challenge, okay.
0: Hmm. Yeah, I didn't know that was a Lynx original. That's interesting.
2: Is Chuck's mm-hmm. Challenge a battle royale? Is that <laughs>
0: that's the No, now? no, it's, it's literally just a Chip's Challenge clone, but in 3D, <laughs> and the main character is like a little purple dragon guy or something. All right.
2: No, that's a spin. Okay.
0: Yeah, it's the same game, but without infringing the rights of the original game. Okay. (laughs) Did you guys have any questions or observations about this thing? I would love
3: to, I would love to get. my hands on an original just to mm. you know cuz we can talk about all of the size and everything like that but without actually having it in my hand i i played this on my mister right and so mm-hmm. um but yeah i'd love to see i'd love to see the actual hardware the one this... thing that's
2: interesting is the screen itself because it's an early lcd screen it's heavy on the scan lines right like it's a crt in your hands mm-hmm. so yeah the graphics look crisp on the mister. They look amazing on the mister, but I would imagine on like a small little screen from the eighties, it probably did not look that fantastic. It was no, probably blurry. Was a, no?
0: It was not that blurry because it was a little LCD screen.
1: It so okay. it's LCD. That's, that's kind of my thing is I, I've been very clear about my next collection after the NES stuff will probably be just handheld. It started off just as game boy. And then I, I think it's just going to be handheld and I really want to start with the links. Because to, to watch the videos about it, to play the emulators, it's hard to think of something to hate on. But I think maybe once I'm holding it... Where's my camera? Once I'm holding it... <laughs> <laughs> For anybody who's listening audio only, go check out the YouTube chat. Okay, every week I do this nonsense. But I yeah, I think owning one and holding it, then I'll, I'll maybe be able to get some better perspective uh, vis-a-vis comparing it to the Game Boy. Because really... If I were, you know, old enough to choose which one, you know, in 1989, I would rather own. I don't know that I would come down on the Nintendo side of things. Right.
0: The Lynx was very big. In eight year old me's hands, like massive. Yeah, Because <laughs> I think even the Lynx 2 was bigger than a Game Gear or a I, was gonna, I was going
3: to I was going to ask if you ever had a Lynx or Lynx 2 or tried a Lynx 2 me yeah
0: yeah so i had the lynx one and i think the power cord on it got wonky so when the lynx two came out since it was only 100 bucks my parents made an agreement with me so that i could do extra chores and get the lynx two to replace the lynx one because i did have a bunch of games for it
2: right so So, you have the games so yeah
0: yeah so i got the lynx two as well and then later Got rid of the lynx one. I think my uncle took it off my hands for like forty bucks to repair it or something. Mm. Awesome. Um, but yeah, it's. <laughs> I had both. The lynx two was far more comfortable, and the screen I want to say was a little bit bigger and a little crisper than the lynx one. Uh, and It does it got say a, that
3: it had better backlighting, better LCD panel backlighting.
0: Yeah, okay. and it had a, a. It ended up getting a stereo uh, headphone jack instead of a mono headphone jack.
2: I love how that was a feature of like the '80s <laughs> stereo uh-huh. sound. <laughs> yeah, how huge that was at the time, right? Well, it, it you didn't even get. For granted.
0: You didn't even really get stereo if you were just playing it in handheld mode, unless you use the headphone jack on the links too. Because right. there's just the one speaker that's under your right palm. <laughs> <laughs> I can't hear my game anymore. I can't yeah, because yeah. like at least for me, because it's kind of awkward. You could either hold it like this and have your hand a little up. Mm -hmm. or hold it like this and have your hand half hanging off the bottom and (laughs) to get those bottom buttons
2: you know what size comparison i'd like to see i want to see the links side by side with the the steam deck that's what i want to see because whenever i look at videos of the steam deck that thing looks huge and unwieldy in a person's hands and the controls are all cramped at the top and i i think it looks like a nightmare apparently it's comfortable but i think it looks terrible but I want to see that compared to the length side by side for size. Cause I've held a game gear and the game gear is kind of unwieldy, Yeah, but the links is like longer, which is, which is well. Interesting. the links
0: one is really long. The links two was dramatically shorter and okay. had like uh, rubber grips on the back. Yeah. Whereas the links one just had like bulbous ends to it on either side <laughs> on the back. So you're just sort of like holding on to bubbles in terms of the shape. Bulbasan
3: was the uh, charred high oh one. Oh,
1: God. <laughs> and they're ribbed.
0: <laughs> no, oh, the God. Lynx 2 was ribbed.
1: Oh, really? For
0: Yes, that was the one that got little, like, rubber finger grippies on the back instead.
1: Nice. For, now better, that's Tetris, Tetris. for yeah. better Tetris. Yeah. Yeah. For <laughs> better Tetris. For better Clacks. For better and So from what I understand,
2: the... Oh, God. <laughs> The link, the Links One, the games itself. There's no cartridge slot on the back. It was the handle. You popped open the door on the handle, and the game slid yes, to the side. It was, it was under was the D-pad Links Two side. Yeah, yeah. And it, it was stupid
0: because it was a big old flap. That was one of the things that went wrong with my Links One as well. Is that flap broke off? <laughs> that was
1: my high school nickname. Big old flap.
0: <laughs> so yeah, it was a, it was a big giant flap that you'd slide the game in underneath and then close it so that you could play. Whereas the Lynx 2, it popped in just like the Game Boy or Game Gear would.
3: Yeah, the Lynx 2 looks um, looks like somebody actually thought about handheld design.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It's funny. Even the cartridges went through, like, two redesigns.
2: I heard about that,
3: yeah.
0: The original cartridges came out, and they were just flat. They were little game cards. Mm-hmm but with the way it stuck into the car the side of the console on the Link's one it was a bitch to get out of it you're just relying on friction and pressing it in while you were trying to pull it out um so it got it later got the they later got a redesign where they put like two little hinges on it like two little uh I don't know what you'd call them
2: tabs or, or yeah tabs bumps. two little tabs
0: yeah. and then you could grab it by the tabs and pull those out and then they later redesigned it again to where it just got like a lip on the end of it.
2: Yeah, it's got a curve, so not just ribbed, but also curved
0: mm-hmm. for and clax.
2: and, and lipped lips for all your it, claxing.
1: All yeah. it needed was the rumble feature, and it's just you know,
2: I mean, dominate. This was originally called the Handy. Just let's never forget that this was originally going to be the <laughs> Epic's Handy. Yeah, yeah. the
0: Epic's Handy, not the Atari legs. Right. Yeah, it right. would have had the X in there, but
2: <laughs> just missing two more.
1: Um, And and I I, I think I mentioned this in Marco Polo earlier this week. Uh, Every time I I hear Wolf's little robot voice at the outro of every episode, I will always think of the the links now because so many of the, the, you know, uh, voices, the voice acting from these video games sound just like Wolf's impression. Is that where you kind of got that voice from, Wolf? could i ask no. you that no, no okay because no. <laughs> the first time i heard that i'm like okay well there it is it's got to be it but apparently
3: not. i think you got it from ghostbusters the original game <laughs> was there any
1: voice yeah, I...
2: in any of the games to the links i don't yeah. think so yeah there was, was there? absolutely uh really yeah this is
1: amazing i'm sorry <laughs> i don't have it available i didn't
0: i don't this, remember it... games having like any major dialogue Chunks. No, but there were, uh, were APB did have voices. Yeah, didn't. Like you try to pull over a guy who hadn't done anything wrong, and you'd hear, "Make me."
1: Yeah. <laughs> no, no, no. Okay, like I'll the have.
0: Game to...
2: Boy didn't have voice at all, right? So the Game Boy never had that. No.
0: no yeah, but I'm pretty sure very, didn't Dirty Larry
1: have have vocals? It might yeah. have. It might have. I've never to played Dirty
0: examples. Larry, so that one I'm not sure oh. about. <laughs> but
1: yeah, I'll.
2: You haven't lived until you played Dirty Larry
0: <laughs> on a hand.
1: That's right.
2: Not handy.
4: <laughs> uh,
3: Sorry, YouTube. I'm not. Yeah. Not anymore.
2: <laughs> now we're proud, YouTube. I'm just looking at the on eBay for the links. That is not a cheap system to get nowadays on the on the on the eBay. <laughs> How much is the hardware? It's like 250 plus. Wow, because
0: the games, are, wow, the games it, are like 15, 20 bucks. It's got to sure be because the games themselves are just the...
2: cartridges or cards. And then maybe there's like a, a surplus of them. Maybe the hardware is hard because it's a early, early LCD and maybe it's like a, what do you oh, call I, it? Capacitors and to, stuff breaking and things. I have yeah, to imagine
3: maybe. so much burn in on those screens too.
2: Yeah. I know I saw early... one YouTube video, but uh, the um, one guy was recommending you can do a screen mod on it, and yeah. replace it with the modern LCD to make it a little bit clearer. But I mean, the, that's probably, I guess, if you if you have a lot of burn in or it's it's dulled over the years, then maybe. But I think part of the appeal of the system is to see those scan lines on this device because that's absolutely that's an early handheld and LCD screen. It's like when I play Game Boy games on the Mister, it's one of the only cores where I turn on the grid scan lines to kind of mimic what the Game Boy looked like because for me the Game Boy and handhelds was all about that pixel grid up in your face. <laughs> so it's hard for you to play it without that. So I imagine the same thing with the links.
1: Stun Runner. Uh has voice acting. Oh, yeah, it does. Yeah.
0: Okay. The the woman's voice repeatedly giving you updates and telling you what you're doing and things like that.
2: That's awesome.
1: Yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll try to I'm... put together a list for you. Maybe we can update it in Discord, which everybody listening, if you're not on our Discord, please join us because we have some crazy-ass discussions. Press speed yeah, to cancel.com. I...
0: <laughs> I do wonder if any of you guys got to check out ElectroCop, like I said. I uh, guess uh, that has 3d that one has it, 3d okay yeah that makes uh-huh. excessive use of sprite scaling
1: yeah yeah but it's impossible uh-huh. to line up your shots and everything right with the
0: it's it gets tricky it, it
1: does uh-huh. yeah I but
3: the minute that I went through a door like you know like in a 3d I was like wow this was like a handheld in 89 wow
0: yeah this looks amazing i think electro cop was a launch title
1: wow
2: can you imagine like (laughs) comparing this to nintendo because that's what that's the console you had maybe the maybe the genesis like the genesis didn't have this at all like (laughs) at all yeah nowhere close
0: and i that was just one of the things and it's funny because it's got mini games in it too and if you you know you run up to a computer and you could play a mini game instead of the main game like it lets you play uh breakout or um i think snake was one of them and there's one other but it's funny because if you win one of them it's like you won big deal because <laughs> that's not the mission Good the job. mission is to like save the president's honor. yeah this letter game that you're you seeing should on the feel
3: here on youtube you should feel proud
0: Here it is. yeah <laughs> okay Like you won big deal
1: <laughs> this is this is where <laughs> great. a portion of my brain has been since we started. The Atari Lynx is almost like around the time 8-Track came out, somebody proposed a CD player. <laughs> but still, somehow, 8-Track became the more popular thing.
0: Yeah. Well, no, I would say it's more like VHS and beta. Yeah. If Game Boy is VHS... And the links is beta. Was Betamax really that much
1: better than VHS? Yes, it was. It
3: was. yeah. yeah. Betamax, okay. Betamax actually had surround audio in it. Okay. Yeah. It, Way ahead it of was
0: time. massively improved over VHS, but... <laughs> it had surround sound. So does <laughs> my 7-year-old industry...
3: once
1: he's had coffee. <laughs>
3: <laughs> but the porn industry <laughs> made the decision for us all. VR. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: Oh, that's... yes.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Pop-up. Oh,
0: but yeah, like, ElectroCop is just it it makes so much use of the scaling sprites it's ridiculous it where does. you see like enemies and the walls in the distant background just sort of shrink and get further away or zoom and it get closer seems, up it's and gimmicky, there's a couple though. of spots where you can see like
4: a, a it's little no bit than pilot
2: wings it's cool pilot idea. wings was gimmicky too with its mode seven floor right like this is taking the same yeah. tech thing but it's this is amazing because it's what it is is it's multiple sprites that they can choose to scale to mimic a 3D environment. This is wild, because this is not something you would see on Super Nintendo. Couldn't do it. Definitely not the Genesis. No hope in hell of the Game Gear doing this. We wouldn't see something like this until maybe, like, the Jaguar. Like, this is amazing tech for such a small device. Like, that's but, really impressive.
1: Okay, but, wait, okay, that's where the discussion shifts. What is the point of having impressive tech if it's not playable, if it sucks? Uh, you know, give me, give me a, a... Uh-oh.
2: I think Uh-oh. we lost GP.
0: Oh no, GP.
2: Oh no. He got, he's he, going to he make his he point.
0: Playable. <laughs> 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 he froze to
2: his, to his point though. Like, so yeah, I mean, the, there's a lot of games. I know the Super Nintendo had a lot of this where they would use the mode seven and it was more of a gimmick and it didn't really maybe help gameplay too too much like pilot yeah. wings is one of the few games i think that did mode seven in a, in a way that made sense FC was another one where it's like this is cool but yeah there's games that have used mode seven just just because and they were just kind of disappointing i know some games on super Nintendo used to use mode seven for the intro and that was it it would just fly in this the title screen and then that was yeah. that was your mode seven use of the game like that was the use of the chip that's the way soul
0: blazer did that just for its title
2: yeah which is a, it was just okay <laughs> <laughs> but yeah i i still stand by it like there's i mean there's other games on the system like we said california games with the half pipe the zooming in which is necessary really to get the, that to work is pretty awesome uh for those watching youtube sorry but gp logged out so the screen yeah, a little so messed up so he hops back on
0: <laughs> jake just went a little picasso on you sorry <laughs>
2: <laughs> Oops.
0: <laughs> but yeah this, yeah this, this is pretty awesome A lot of the majority of the games on the links are definitely worth playing. A couple of them seem more like tech demos than worthy games to play. And a couple of them just plain suck. But the majority of them are definitely worth your time. Uh, Fire this up on an emulator or if you've got an Evercade, uh, two cartridges were released for that with links games. Oh, really? Yeah. Do they run as uh, well,
2: though, as this? I guess they would have because Evercade's pretty decent hardware.
0: Yeah, I would imagine. Um, okay. The The first title, like, like there's two collections. I think the first one had 17 games. The second one has eight. Uh, so there's a lot of games missing, a lot of really good games missing from those collections. But find yourself a way to play the links. Maybe not a screen on a, maybe not on a 60-inch screen. No.
4: <laughs> just no. so no. that
0: you yeah. can more easily make out what's happening. Right. But uh, it definitely worth a play. This is... Still one of my favorite handhelds of all time.:
2: Yeah, and like when you when you play uh oh, there's GP, hey, G.P. Welcome back. Sorry everybody. <laughs> no worries. No <laughs> um, worries.
0: You were just making your green. point and became unplayable.
1: yes yeah. <laughs> yes. let me let me go back and just say how how none of my points matter anymore. I have typically a good internet connection, but if something becomes unplayable, what's the point?
3: So you're the whose line is it anyway of press B to cancel?
1: Look, Your points me, don't matter. What, what we need to take away from this is the extents that I will go to, to take a bathroom break in the middle of a show. <laughs> <laughs> so just in case the internet craps out again, please continue. And I will be here observing. Oh, you,
3: you listened to that, or you read that book that talked about how to like, you know, hang up on people, but like do it midstream because nobody would hang up on themselves. And then that way you get out of conversations. You took that to heart
1: son i wrote that book <laughs> okay please yeah continue sorry
0: i don't know the the only thing i really didn't like about this the the links as a child was the sheer size and weight of it and the battery life the amount of batteries it took and the amount of the the short lifespan it had I mean, it always felt like it only they only lasted two or three hours. I'm sure they did last the four to six hours, depending on the version. But, you know, when you're a kid, you have all the time in the world. It feels like a game flies by in no time. Right. Yeah.
2: And otherwise, but
3: at the same otherwise time, you're though, pinned up the... against a wall. <laughs>
2: yeah. <laughs> right. But you compare this to the Game Gear. The Game Gear had three hour battery life, I think, with its six Something AA like batteries. That, yeah. yeah. Oh, so the legs six, was yeah. better than the Game Gear. Yeah. Yeah. So. Agreed. Or like the second was it the Nomad was the Genesis version of the handheld, and that was even worse, I think. So, Links, honestly, not bad. I, I'm really impressed with this hardware. I, I, I am shocked it had 70 game library. I did not realize how big it was. I'm wondering now if half of them were sports games, and that's why I didn't know.
0: <laughs> but no, there's not a lot of sports games for it. Really? First, uh, okay.
3: A hockey game. There's is a, the first California games.
0: California games. And, and then the there's background. a tennis oh, yeah. game, but. Mm-hmm most of them are very arcade games. Like I had Robotron in 2084. Um, Rygar, you know, podcast favorite, That's right? right. Rygar. I did
3: try
2: that one. Yeah. <laughs> and it's an arcade port. So it's the arcade version yeah. on, on the links, which is interesting.
0: So it, it yeah. got a lot of arcade games and they were really good renditions of them. So, mm-hmm. like I said, find yourself a way to play some links games And just submerge yourself in it. If you find one you don't like, just move on down the line. Try another one. I swear you'll find something you love.
1: Yeah, start start at the bottom with Batman Returns.
0: (laughs) (laughs) It's all uphill from there. (laughs)
3: Get yourself an emulator on your computer. Get a ruler. Measure out three and a half inches of your screen. (laughs)
1: cut, Cut the window down to that size, and then you get the full effect. And find something that is both rubber and ribbed. And uh, you've got your experience right there. I don't know where you'll find that, but, you know.
2: <laughs> These days, Microsoft charges a premium for the rubber grips. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Totally different market now. How much for the ribs, Microsoft? Was... How much for the ribs?
0: <laughs> I will say it was a much more comfortable gaming experience playing on my <laughs> 8-bit dough than it was, you know, playing up against a wall on an 8-pound handheld. But
1: Yeah, but your delts are <laughs> swole, man. You got those, <laughs> you got those it, adult male shoulders that I never got, you know? Eight, eight pound handheld was my high school nickname.
4: <laughs> uh, 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 sorry, that one was... horse is be sufficiently sorry, beaten.
3: Perfect. Yeah, that one was just served up a little too easily. <laughs> uh... No, werewolf, this has been great. I I uh I, I know you were the one that brought this up, and um I I had not given the links the time that it deserves. Yeah. And it deserves some time.
1: Yeah. 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 I will say of all of the episodes I've been a part of that have required me to do some uh research, this is definitely one of the more fun experiences. Not that mm-hmm. I've ever had a bad experience doing the research, but I, I thought about the links pretty just consistently over the past week week and a half
2: yeah it's the one of the most shocking like we talked before about hidden gems for games but this to mm-hmm. me is like a hidden gem of a console because yeah. i yeah, knew I of the it, links i wanted one but it is so much better than i thought it was like usually when i look about stuff i wanted as a kid it was trash like like the game gear i think is not that great of a system I agree. but yeah the links, it's a lower resolution
0: less powerful master system
2: right yeah. And that's what it is. Like I I imagine, like, what if Sonic was on this thing? Sure, he might be a little pixelated, but he would run so much faster than the than the Game Gear version. Like it's wild.
1: That's the thing, is you know, we do think of these handheld systems of just kind of being like a smaller, slightly worse version of the current console that's out, but at least it, you know, you can take it with you. This was just heads and shoulders above everything. Uh I yeah, I I was blown away that I I Absolutely. Yeah, anyway.
2: So this was this came out around the same time as the Atari 7800, I think. And if I'm not wrong, this looks better than some of the games that are on the 7800, which is also wild to me. So that's mm. that's something. The 7800 I think only had a handful of games as well. So this had a more bigger library than the the whole the hand, uh, the home console.
0: Mm. Yeah, and GP the uh, the most expensive part of your collection if you start collecting the links will be the links itself.
1: Yeah, that's interesting, considering, <laughs> like, it's it's still kind of a slept-on system. Uh, of course, they're not making them anymore, so...
0: Yeah, and it, it, it uh, didn't I would even ass- sell three million units, I don't think.
1: Yeah. I,
3: I would assume that you're also going to be, if you're going to collect this, I would assume that you're likely going to need to uh, do some fixing on it. I assume at least probably capacitors. Okay. Um, okay. Yeah. It's that era. And, uh, Mm
0: -hmm. definitely keep an eye if you do collect uh for anybody honestly if you go looking to find yourself a lynx make sure yeah do your homework on the capacitors make sure all the covers are intact because i think battery covers on both my links is died back in the first couple years of me having them and the cartridge cover on the Lynx one also broke off at one point. And it's not like I was rough on my consoles. They just <laughs> right. cuz I was not. I I wasn't it was a handheld. I wasn't going to throw it around. Thing was fucking fragile, right?
2: <laughs> uh, young men and class.
3: I mean, sometimes things break. What can you say? I so, would assume there's a market for 3D printing for those things.
0: Oh yeah, maybe. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. All right, well, this was fun. This was a nice trip down memory lane for me. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Everybody else had Game Boys and Game Gears or whatever had you, and I had a Lynx, and I loved the shit out of it.
1: Yeah, I've never been upset that I had a Game Gear until learning about the Lynx. (laughs) (laughs) I I had a Game Boy. I'm not going to say I was disappointed,
3: but I would have loved to have had both of these.
1: Well, yeah. I you know, we okay, sorry, not to keep the episode going, but at the top of the show we were talking about how uh you know, this came out around the time the Game Boy did, but it wasn't Nintendo, it was Atari, you know, yada yada yada. It still feels weird, even after the past hour, fifteen minutes, to say that it should have toppled Nintendo's Game Boy. <laughs> Fuck the, the Game Gear. Like that that I don't mind saying it, it <laughs> could beat that. But still, like there's this odd reverence for the Game Boy, isn't there? Like, even now. Yeah. Well, well there's it... so
2: much great stuff on the Nintendo Game Boy. Like, there's there's hundreds of titles in the Game Boy and so many great games, even though it's limited graphic wise, the right. gameplay was solid. But that's what I'm the, saying. But again, like... the Lynx has solid games too, just yeah. we never
1: played them, right? But I'm sitting here ready to be like, no, this is so much better than the game yeah. gear but then you you bring up the game boy and i'm like well hold on though i mean you know that's yeah crazy.
2: it's closer than one would think yeah yeah so yeah, hardware cool. alone
0: if hardware were the only factor and everything else were equal the links should have won but yeah. obviously that's well, not the case
1: it should have been game over at the discussion about just being backlit you know what i mean <laughs> right
0: <laughs> right two yeah, months 100%. after the game boy it's backlit and it's in color
1: And it's in color. Take that, Nintendo. (laughs) It's like, oh, we'll just ship
3: 500 games over the next year.
0: You guys didn't
3: didn't like mounting up the light system to your Game Boy?
0: (laughs) Yeah, the 17 accessories so that you could see the screen bigger and light it and get more battery life out of it. And And
1: print off a couple of words. (laughs) (laughs) Was
2: there the Game Gear had a TV tuner. I guess there's nothing like that for the the Lynx, right?
1: Probably
0: not. Mm, I don't think so. The only accessory I can think of for the Lynx was uh, like a little sun visor. You could buy a little awning for the Lynx one so that you could play <laughs> it in daylight and see the screen.
1: They should have <laughs> done a a like they should have totally thrown shade at the game boy and been like well they'll sell you a light so you can see the screen we'll sell you some sunglasses so that our <laughs> screen doesn't burn out your retinas <laughs> just to throw some shade at game boy that's what I well know.
0: in their advertisements they they worded it weird but it was like the this handheld will eat the uh eat the boy's lunch for or i don't know it said something like that eat the boy's lunch and i was like what are you talking <laughs> about it was really weird worded advertisement and It'll go it into the basically... elementary
3: school bathroom and take your take your lunch money.
1: Oh God,
0: <laughs> it's very Eighth weird. Now handheld, the Atari did not do a great job at marketing this thing. No, no. Uh, if everybody knew my uncle, everybody would have had a lynx, but they had to <laughs> deal with magazine ads and Tobey Maguire TV at, TV spots, so didn't sell that well. Unfortunately, Tobey Maguire wasn't Spider Man yet.
1: Well, if your uncle's still around, I would say you've done him proud and he needs to listen to the episode so that he can have his day. He is not. Exactly. He
0: passed away many years ago.
1: Uh well, he had good taste and uh he a did. wonderful nephew. Okay. Agreed.
0: <laughs> All right. Well, thank you guys for joining me on this conversation. Um, you. This is a great topic. Good job. Yeah. <laughs> Again, try the links, people. Don't let this sleep on you any further. All right. Uh, Where can the people find you guys? Jake.
2: Uh, You can find me sometime on Twitch. I I swear I will again someday, someday, but I'm on Twitter uh, and I'm also on YouTube. Just search for sick Jake on YouTube. I'm putting slowly some videos out. I'm actually building. Oh, it's over there. uh, Another arcade stick. I'm going to put that together. It's American style buttons. So I'll probably do something in video form with that. Um, And I also want to say I have a chart because he's not here this week. But he has another channel called Retro's Most Haunted, and he would like to get that to affiliate status. So if you're listening to this episode, either on audio or if you're watching it again on YouTube, please go find on Twitch Retro's Most Haunted and give him a follow because he needs 75 follows before he can get that affiliate status. And it's mostly just to 75 get, now. Yeah, it's 75 yeah. Uh, followers. And it's mostly just say so it's transcoding options and make it a better viewing experience. For people watching it. So I like to yeah. see him get to affiliate.
0: All right. Uh, Sinistar, how about yourself?
3: Uh, I'm also on Twitch since 77. I have been still working on my Sisyphean <laughs> game, Super Mario Brothers 1. I had a PB, I made it to five. PB four, hype, and there is a great clip of me having the first experience of five four. You should go
1: check it out,
0: right on. Uh, GP, anything going on?
1: No, mostly just uh, hanging out here with you bros. I am starting up, uh, the retro therapies youtube page and slowly starting to put you know drum videos and old uh speed runs and various content videos from from back in the day on there so if anybody missed those you can go check those out otherwise uh as i'm always saying at some point i will go back on and do a few uh chivo hunts or the Mega Man damage randomizer for uh charity fundraising stuff
0: right on and uh and i am werewolf w a r e w u l f f search it on google tell it you minute you'll find me i have been doing some homework videos but i haven't put them up yet i'm really slacking on that um we've got the tiktok i've been putting a few videos up there and uh i started playing stray with the kiddo the other day for his youtube channel when once we get that going uh so that was a lot of fun nice
2: Fester's Quest. You gotta finish Fester's Quest.
0: Oh, I do. I still have half the game left. I haven't touched it since that day. Uh, I'll get to it. I swear. And then sure. I'll play the second one and it'll be a fucking breeze. <laughs> Not the second one, but the European version.
4: There you go. Uh, yeah.
0: Alright, this has been Press B to Cancel, talking about links. Thank you all for hanging out with us. 71 games. <laughs> uh.
4: Let's <laughs> get the pencil.